This week, we had the awesome opportunity to sit down with former BYU women's soccer player and longtime, especially for athletes, participant and supporter, Ella Ballstead. She talked about the importance of supporting women's sports and how her experiences in athletics and in the Especially for Athletes program have helped her prepare for her current occupation in the art world, preparing art shows to bring people from all different backgrounds, religions, and races together. She's an amazing person with amazing insights. Enjoy. Welcome to the Sportlight Podcast for parents, coaches, and athletes. The Sportlight refers to the time in an athlete's life when they have increased ability to affect the culture around them and the increased opportunity to learn life's lessons through sports. This podcast aims to help parents and coaches capitalize on their athletes' precious time in the Sportlight. The Sportlight Podcast is brought to you by Especially for Athletes program. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sportlight Podcast. We're so grateful that you would join us today, and I'm honored to be joined by Ella Ballstead. How are you doing, Ella? I'm doing awesome. I'm stoked to be here. Well, we are so excited to have you. Uh, For those of you who may not know who Ella is, Ella just finished up her career at BYU as a soccer player there at BYU, graduated in December with a degree in art history. Is that right, Ella? Yep, that's right. And and you were, did you go to Wasatch High School? Yeah, Wasatch High School, yes. Graduated there, which has been a big, especially for athletes, uh, school for us. And, and she was just an incredible member of the leadership councils there and has just been a wonderful supporter of the Especially for Athletes program. And And Ella, we just would love to have a conversation with you about some of the things you've learned along the way as you've been part of this program for so long and and to glean from your wisdom, if that's okay. Yes, I would love that. Awesome. So, So Ella, you have been involved in the Especially for Athletes program since you were a young high school uh, athlete. And I was just wondering... How have the especially for athletes principles impacted your life? I would I would love you just to expound on that for a minute, if you would. Yeah, um, what I think is interesting is um, Dustin's reached out to me a few times at different times in my life to be involved again with E4A. Obviously, I'm always involved with E4A, but um, just different things. And it's been cool to see at the times in my life when he has reached out, it kind of makes me reset and think about, okay, how am I still applying these principles in my life? And am I still applying these things? And it's cool because at each time in my life, I'm focused on different principles. Like there's eyes up do the work is more emphasized at some points in my life than it is in others and compete without content is another one that's a big focus of mine at other points in my life and so I have been thinking back a lot about basically the times in my life where these principles had a big impact and when I first started Ivory and I mean I feel like I've come a long ways I wasn't always great at following these principles you know it's some it's a process and something that I continue to work on but I think at this point in my life right now I've been really focused on eyes up do the work and keeping your eyes up to the people that are around me and I think one of the biggest things that I felt blessed with is being a part of a team being a part of a group of people who are all so different from me because I was able to learn to love everyone love their differences and um 
kind of use those things to bring people together. And it's kind of been a focus in my life right now to create events through art and things like that in the same way that sports did to find people with differences and similarities and bring them together on a common ground. And so that's been really important to me and something that I feel like is one of the biggest takeaways that I've gotten from E4A is keeping my eyes up, looking for people around me and finding those commonalities to bring us together, but learn from the differences at the same time. Yeah. I love that. In fact, I think it's one of the greatest assets that sports has right now to our our world we're just about to participate in the olympics and you know you have all these people a bunch of different religions and races and cultures and we're all coming together and it's going to be a wonderful event and what's bringing everyone together is is sports and and i know for me like you I had teammates of all races and religions and beliefs and cultures and socioeconomic classes and and coming together with a commonality of the sport that you play allows you to really get to know them on a deeper level and then appreciate your differences instead of be divided by them. And so it's interesting for me that you're so now Tell us what you're doing in Southern California with art and and how has, because I think one thing sometimes we lose focus on is we could get too focused on sports and miss out on the lessons that actually are coming to us, to our children, to our, our players, if we're coaches from sports. And so I'd be curious, tell us what you're doing. I think it sounds super interesting. And then and then elaborate a little more on some how sports, how playing college soccer, high school soccer, and those sports prepared you to do what you're doing now. Yeah, I love that because ever since I was a little girl, my dad always told me, he was like, look, you do whatever you want. If you're playing sports, if you're singing, if you're doing art, but you have to realize that what you do, you go 100%, you go all in and realize that it's shaping you into the person you're supposed to become. And so and I was like, okay, I'm going to be a soccer player. It was like, okay, you play, you win, you go all in, you're committed. But these lessons that you learn, you need to remember because you're going to take them into your life with relationships, with being a mom and your work and your career and things like that. So I love that question. That's why I loved Eve Ray because when I first met Dustin and he told me what it was about, I was like, this is awesome because this is what my dad's raised me on. And so to have a foundation that is teaching so many other athletes that um I think is awesome. And it was a foundation for me. And so what's cool is, I mean, this has been a journey for me. I I saw you, I'm in Southern California. I was born and raised in Midway, Utah. So it's a very different environment, but I work for a little art company. We do art installations, murals, and art events for different businesses and things like that. So business will come to us right now. The first project that I've been working on, they said, we want to do a show in this space that they're trying to get people to come and use different companies and businesses to come and use these office spaces. And so they asked us to put on an art show in this space so people can come and see um, the environment, but also participate and interact with it. And so that was something I was excited about because I love putting on art shows and art events for that fact of bringing people together the way sports brought me. And so it was like, okay, what's, our common ground and not everyone's super into art. And so I was, tr- I always try to, to find a way to bring people to the art industry. Cause I believe it's so powerful and I believe that everyone should be involved somehow in, in the art world. And so 
the common ground that I found was music. And basically what I proposed was that we give artists a song, ask them to create artwork inspired by the music. And then when people come to the show, they wear headphones and listen to the music that inspired the artwork that they're looking at. And so it's kind of this incentive, like, okay, we have this common ground, we have music. I mean, I don't know many people who don't like music, you know, and it's different music and things like that, but they're witnessing artwork and these expressions of artists from all different backgrounds and places and things like that. And so it's this cool little environment where we're able to bring corporate businessmen together, surfers and skaters. And we have a lady that's big into meditation and she's an artist doing things like that. Um, And so, so many different people, so many different artists interpreting things in different ways. And so it's been really, really cool just to see how those things in the sport world are applying into what I do. And in that same fact too, I mean, if I'm committed to something, I go hundred percent, I go all in. Like my dad always taught me. So it's cool to see if you're passionate about something, passionate enough about something, it pays off. So like we talked about earlier, making a career in the art world isn't necessarily easy, but it's possible, you know? And so I feel grateful because I had to use a lot of grit and work ethic to make it in soccer. I had to work a little harder coming from a small town to make my way up. And so it's cool to see those things that I learned. So when I came out to Southern California, I was like, okay, I'm kind of not an underdog, but I was like, I have to really prove myself and work from the bottom up. And I did that more often than not in soccer too. So I felt confident that I could do that again here in a whole other environment. So, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. In fact, I've heard in my own family, people say, uh, oh, don't don't major in this or don't do that because you could never make money at it. You know, you could never get a job. And from what I hear you saying that to an athlete, to tell them the word never you know, it's like, really, you want to see something like this, <laughs> right? Exactly. And, yeah. And you, you learn that grit growing up and playing soccer. And, and it sounds like your dad used the, used sports to teach you those life lessons and prepare you for what you're doing right now. Yeah, he definitely did. He did it with all of our siblings and I'm grateful for it because, um, I could have easily coasted through athletics and been like, yeah, I played on good teams, but without paying attention to the things that I've learned, I don't think I would be as grateful I am now for soccer. And I don't think I would be where I am in terms of a career and pursuing the goals that I am without those principles. So awesome. So what advice, uh, you know, as you think about your dad, you, I could feel the love that you have for your parents in your voice. Right. And, and it sounds like, um, you connected with your parents through sports. Uh, That was one of the ways your family connected. And I'm just wondering, we have a lot of parents who listen to our podcast from a child of, of a coach and, and of your, you know, your, your father who used athletics to teach lessons. What advice might you have for, how did your father do that so successfully and I'm sure your mom was involved as well, right? Um, how, how did they use sports to help you develop in a healthy way? 
um, you know, it was a process. I was fortunate enough to be the middle child. So my older brother was kind of the guinea pig. So I think by the time my dad got to me, he had better handle on the reins a little bit. And I was a whole other, I mean, I was a girl. So you can't, you can't talk to your daughters the same way you talk to your sons for sure. But I think the biggest thing, the biggest advice I would give to parents are to always have the end in mind and recognize that sports are a tool to shape your children into the individuals that they're meant to become. I'm reading a book right now. It's called Man's Search for Meaning. And he talks about how every individual can never be replaced. So we all, we'll all have a purpose and something that we're not always necessarily supposed to get something from the world, but we all, everyone has something to give to the world. And so I think really teaching your kid that like, yes, you could probably be replaced on the field, but your skill set and the talents that you have on the field or the court can't be replaced. You're unique and the talents and skills that you have. And so teaching your kids the big picture that they they have something to give to their team like they have something to give to the world and keeping that in mind that they're going to lose games they're going to miss shots but in the end of things they're meant to become the amazing individual that god intends them to be and constantly reminding them that and that doesn't mean sugarcoating things my dad was honest with me and we would get in a lot of arguments there were times where i'd have to tell him he has this whistle he would whistle in games and I can, I can hear it No, through like, everyone could be whistling and I know which whistle is my dad's. And he would do it sometimes when I needed to hustle a little more. And I pulled him aside. I'm like, look, you can't do that because you're telling me I'm not performing. So he started doing it when I would do well and little things like that. So I think creating an environment where your kid can be honest with you too, where I could be like, look, dad, that's not helping. Let's, let's try something else and being open to that as well is huge but I think the biggest thing is keeping that end in mind it's not about winning games scoring goals or being the best of the best it's about shaping into an incredible individual and I think my both my mom and my dad really did that sometimes my dad would be hard on me and then my mom would come give me a hug and be like you know what he's just doing it because he loves you but I think keep that in mind especially before you go talk to a coach or do things. Sometimes you need to let your kid fail. You need to, I would always say, let your kid talk to the coach before you go talk to the coach, because I think it's, it means more when the kid's confident enough and mature enough to have a conversation with an adult. A coach appreciates that much more, especially me as a trainer. I appreciate that much more when my girls come to me than I do when a parent comes to me and talks to me about it because I'm like, do you want this or does your daughter want this? You know? And so teaching them those life lessons because when they're in the world, they're going to talk to their boss. You can't call their boss for them. They need to do it themselves, you know? So things like that I think are really important. That's really cool. In fact, I, recapping a little bit what you said i want to get these lessons uh clear first one i love what you said about sports are not the end they're a tool to develop to help children develop and so i do think sometimes we as parents if we aren't careful can make sports or the outcomes of sports victories or scholarships or whatever we can make those things the end when when really that's not the end. Sports are a tool to help your kids develop. That's an awesome concept. I love creating an atmosphere where your child can be open with you and express what is helpful and what is not helpful. 
And then, and then that, that last little bit, don't fight your, your child's battles for them, help them develop the capacity to go and to talk to someone. And because that, develop skills, you're, you're going to have to go talk to a boss. You're going to have to go talk to a college professor. You're going to have to go talk to, you know, sometimes a spouse. Um, and you can't call your mom or your dad and say, hey, can you call my my boss at this firm? We're putting on this art show and I don't think she's being fair to me or he's being fair to me. Um, will you please call him and have a conversation? Like that's not, not going to happen. So Awesome, Ella. Those are some super wise comments that you made. Thank you for that. I want to I want to move to a a topic that sometimes I think could be addressed a little bit more, and it, it's along the lines of of this: what are sports really for? There are people who kind of you know turn their back on girls athletics or act like it's just this cute little necessity that, that we let the girls play as well, but boys is where sports is at. I'm sure you've kind of felt those attitudes sometimes throughout your life. Why is it so important to support girls sports and to facilitate opportunities for girls to play sports? This question is really important to me. Because I'm the only girl in my family, besides my mom, I'm the only daughter, and we have all boy cousins. So I was just me and then a bunch of little boys growing up, and I had to keep up with them, and it was through playing sports and things like that. And the coolest thing for me to see was the fact that I could keep up with them and that I had that strength and ability to do it, but in a different way. And so it was... um I mean, obviously women are, are built differently than men are. There are things where we don't do things the same way that we do, they do, but we do it well and we do it in a different way. And the coolest thing for me to see was how big of supporters my brothers were and my cousins and my dad and my uncle. And so not only was I able to see my value myself and the strength that I had as a girl to be able to play sports, but I feel like in doing that, I was able to show the boys in my life as well that women are strong. Women can do these things and compete. And um, like I said, it's different. I play soccer with guys all the time still. I'll go play co-ed leagues. And when I come back to Utah, we have I have a group of guy buddies that we play pickup all the time. And it's so fun to see the different styles of play and things like that. But that respect level that the guys have for the girls and the girls have for the guys, it's huge. And I think sports now and for women is showing the world that like, I mean, we're not playing the exact same way as guys, but we're, it's, it's a whole other sport. We're doing what we do. Well, we're athletes, we're strong, we can compete. And, um, it goes back to that concept of shaping us into even stronger women, strong mothers and things like that. I was super fortunate to play on a club team for a coach. Robin Bretzing is her name. She coaches soccer at Timpanogos high school right now. She's absolutely amazing. If you guys don't know her, I would definitely encourage you and Dustin to go meet her. Okay. Robin's incredible. She was like my second mom. And the coolest thing for me is she taught that principle as well. I mean, 
our club team was good. We won a lot and we were very successful. And I felt blessed to even just be a part of that team. But I think our success came from the fact that she taught us and coached us to be good, strong young women. And so I look at the girls that I played with and where they're at today. And every single one of them has been become a strong individual. And some of them are mothers now, which is so weird to me that I have teammates with kids and things like that. But um, some of them, I have a teammate playing professionally right now. And they're all, I mean, some are still playing in college, but they've all been shaped into kind, incredible, hardworking people. And I think this things that sports can teach girls is incredible and unreal. And I would just encourage parents to recognize that, like, not only will they become strong individuals, but the relationships that they can build from their teammates and learning from other girls and things like that. It's huge. And we are competing. One of my favorite athletes of all time was Kobe Bryant. And to see what he was doing for the women's sports world was huge for me. And I think a huge indicator of how big women's athletics are getting because he was such a big advocate for it and his daughters and things like that. And I just think we can't tr keep treating women's sports as if it's any less than men's. I think we've proved ourselves enough that it's, I mean, it's just a different sport. We just play different, but we still play great. And I think people are recognizing that. I think it's pretty awesome. I think there's still a long ways to go in terms of pay and different things like that. But that's such a tricky thing to get into that even I can dive deep into that. But um, for me, I feel fortunate and blessed to have been in that environment, to have played sports with such strong women. And I think about the life lessons that I've learned and how it will prepare me to be a mother, to be a wife how it's prepared me to be a good daughter and sister and a coworker and employee and things like that. I think we need strong women like that in this world. And sports is one of the best places to learn those things. So I just feel fortunate to have been around that, to have been around some, some crazy goofy boys to have pushed me to um, get through it. But I mean, the sports once I was playing with like some of the top athletes in the country in college it was like I was prepared for it and they pushed me even harder than the boys did so it's such a great place to be and I'm very grateful for that so yeah awesome you know it kind of goes back to a comment that you made earlier that if we view sports as simply entertainment okay some might say well this is you know boy sports is more entertaining NBA than the WNBA or what, you know, you hear these arguments and, and things like that, which may or may not be true, whatever, to each their own, right? But if we view that as the end, then we're going to miss the boat. The reason why, from what I hear, why we should support women's athletics is because athletics truly helps people develop into an incredible, resilient, hardworking, competitive person. And we need more women like that in, in our world. Our world will be a better place if, there's a, if there are more girls that have benefited from the opportunities that sports provide. And, and so it's kind of short-sighted. I mean, when there's such a small percentage, right? Like 
I was amazed by the women's gymnastics team right now. My family got around and we watched and they were selecting who would be the four individuals to represent the United States in the all around. Four. Like when you think of the millions of, of girls who participate in gymnastics, like it's not just about the four. It's, it's about what gymnastics, for example, is doing for the millions of girls who are participating in it. And sometimes we get so focused on the, the four or the MBA or the, the, that we forget that it's not about girls sports is not about getting people to the WNBA or on the Olympic soccer team. It's about getting the lessons of sports into the lives of more people. And oh, how horrible it would be for anyone to say girls don't deserve to experience those lessons in their life as much as boys do. That would be one of the most discriminatory things that, that I, could, I could say to keep them from those opportunities. Uh, you just said that beautifully. The end is, is the development and the attributes. The end is not making, entertaining other people or whatever it might be. That's a small portion of what sports is. Yeah, I love that. And I think it comes back to, to what we talked about in the beginning of bringing people together. I think bringing strong women together on a team to learn from each other is so awesome as well. And I mean, I consider all those girls, my sisters now that because I, I wasn't born with any. And so I, now I have these sisters who I still stay in touch with, who continue to teach me things and help me with things every single day. And I just, yeah, feel blessed to be a part of that. So awesome. Well, Ella, thank you so much for joining us today on the Sportlight Podcast. You have shared some incredible things that will help us shape our program. And it's been a wonderful, wonderful experience, I'm sure, for, for all of those who have listened to us. So thank you for taking time out of your day. Good luck with all the wonderful things you're doing there in Southern California. And as we move into the fall and, and winter, enjoy the weather. Enjoy thank the you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for asking me to be a part of this. It's awesome. Uh, well, thank you. And, and thank everyone for joining us. This has been the Sportlight Podcast. We appreciate you listening to it. We encourage you to subscribe to it on whatever platform you're listening to it. You can pick up the Sportlight, uh, the book that was written by Dustin and I at especiallyforathletes.org. And if you'd like to have us come visit your team, your club, your school, just get on especiallyforathletes.org and contact us that way. This has been the Sportlight Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Eyes up. Do the work. This has been the Sportlight Podcast from Especially for Athletes, sponsored by Coca-Cola. You can learn more about Especially for Athletes by visiting the website at especiallyforathletes.org. You can also learn more about the book, The Sportlight, by Shad Martin and Dustin Smith at especiallyforathletes.org slash book. Yeah.